Hello and welcome back. Oh my God, I know it's been a little bit, but I'm slowly but surely getting back into the groove. Welcome back to Let Them See Your Mind. I am your host, LD Marie, and we are going to talk about it. So as we're getting inching, inching closer to Valentine's Day, because of course today is February 13th, um, Valentine's Day or whatever people like to call it, Valentine's Day, my personal favorite, Single Awareness Day for all my single folks out there, including myself. And we have been bombarded with the new documentary series called The Twindle Swiddler. I know I probably said that wrong, but hey. And it's been on my mind ever since I've watched it. I really have watched it and digested and I just want to talk about it a little bit. So sit back and relax and let's and let's do this. Hello out there. Welcome to Let Them See Your Mind where we talk about anything from pop culture to what I did yesterday. This is a podcast where we have an open discussion about whatever is on my mind. And we just want to have a discussion about it and and have conversation. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right. So I want to call this episode, Are You Not Swindling Me? (laughs) um because i mean based off of the tender slender i I can never get that name right y'all know what i'm talking about that documentary series that is like blowing up not only in the united states but in the uk as well um spoiler alert if you've (laughs) never seen the documentary i highly encourage you to go see the documentary so i'm gonna give you like the the Sparknotes version of the movie. So women are going online and they're using Tinder um, and they're swiping left, swiping right, and they find this very attractive man. And he is basically, he'll swoop them off their feet and then give them like a good story, then start slowly but surely asking for money. And then they get, they get in over their heads and they come to find out it's not all peaches and cream with that particular person and also they come to find out like woman a over here is b is paying for woman b and woman b is is paying for woman a so it is a up and down roller coaster and if you want to partake into that roller coaster i highly encourage that you do but let's talk a little bit about it because of course it is a media shitstorm on social media on everybody's opinions um especially within black twitter like if y'all don't know what black twitter is i highly encourage you to go on black twitter just to get a laugh or two or three or a thousand or even just like know a little bit about black culture because black culture in the united states is a thing and we thrive in it so if you want to head over to black twitter and get a laugh or two about what's hopping and what's not then i highly encourage you to do that but the the consensus that i usually get not only online but when people bring up that certain documentary especially anybody the first question everyone asks is why 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 would you give a man that you barely know thousands and thousands of dollars or or pounds why would you uh put yourself in that type of situation why 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 and a lot of people just don't know that this happens like often like this is a very much like a, a very a thing this is a thing so when i first googled like I put in romance scam because that's officially what it's called. It's a romance scam. So when I first put that in, I the first link that after the ads came up was an FBI. So FBI have the FBI website have literally broke it down of what is a romantic scam, how they do it, um, tips on what to look out for and everything else. And it did the exact same thing for the United Kingdom. So like even here in the United Kingdom, they have like a whole department dedicated for fraud and 
romantic scams fall under a fraud. So let's take a look on what exactly is a romantic scam. So according to the FBI website, it says a romantic scams occur when a criminal adopts a fake online identity to gain a victim's affection and trust. The scammer then uses the illusion of romance and a close relationship to manipulate it or steal from the victim. Um, so that's what it is. That's what people are like commenting everything else on social media about this certain person, um, Simon. Simon, he went in, he matched with a female and he goes right in and kind of romanticizing the idea of him because if you actually look into the documentary he starts out with just a plain little message and it kind of just goes into like they talk and then they then he automatically wants to meet them so a lot of scams don't actually start out the way that Simon has um they also sometimes they'll just go into the relationship and you never even actually meet them they kind of just manipulate their way with their words and stuff and we know how words are words are powerful so it could be like the way that they talk or they or anything it's just the words that you can have uh in communicating with someone can actually make them fall in love I reference this to love is blind because of course we all saw the show love is blind and they're pretty much talking to someone and they have to quote unquote fall in love with them without actually seeing who that person is so that's a point good example right there where you can never meet a person a day in your life and you're communicating with them constantly and you fall in love it's just the the intent of the scammer is to use that facade and basically to establish a relationship as quick as possible and and endear himself into the victim and gain their trust so we could just just basically just try to he says what he can to make you believe that this is a trustworthy person and we want to stop right there and say it's not all men. Women do this too. Like, honestly, they people that do have those types of scams, it's not just men. Women do it too. So these are type these these people are out here they're out here they on the they online they scam us and, and all that kind of stuff. We know we've gotten the email of oh I'm stuck in Timbuktu and I need someone to send me X Y and Z in the emails or like the scams are out here and they are real. I mean they're the sugar baby the sugar daddy scams. I constantly get those um, messages on Instagram. Um, we got the military scams. Um, we also have like there are so many different scams that people use. And it's scary. It's really scary. And it also deters people from actually dating, not necessarily online, but dating in general, because you don't even know that the person that you're sitting across from that you may have met one one time for this date, they can actually be a part of the scam. Because honestly, there, there are a lot of scams that do come about where you're actually dating the person. We don't want to talk about those. We want to talk about, oh, well, you're sending a random man thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, I've actually looked up a couple of articles and it's thousands of stories where, I mean, just as soon as the 11th, um, that saying that, oh, I've given this man over 300,000 quid. Um, I have given him, I have given a man like over 500, uh, $500,000 on the promise of just certain things that we would do. I even found an article that basically it's now gotten to the point where if you go through the right channels here in the United Kingdom, you can probably get your money back. Like there was one woman that I saw in an article that she went all the way up to the financial abondsman and she was granted the recommendation that she can get her money back. And of course, banks are going to like tussle with you on trying to get money back because of course, banks ain't trying to pay money back that you've already uh, given out. But um, she went all the way and she got her money back and she's very much financially in a better place. But it started out as like, 
they were talking and he promised her the dream of buying a house and he falsified documents falsified emails like these people are slick like even with the the tender swindler like he was using the exact same story with all the women and doing those types of things because that's usually how scammers do they don't really different they don't really change up their stories they don't like they keep the information and what's working is working so they don't really change up their scenario of what they do in order to get the scam because that's what's working and if you may not fall for it but someone else may fall for it and that's the thing that people want people to understand and I feel like with this documentary that came out not only that them them white women because of course it was all white women that was on the documentary the white women they probably are in a better place because they got the documentary out they got paid for it to tell their story and they're probably in a better place uh financially but that doesn't diminish what happened to them that doesn't diminish what has happened because even in the documentary it doesn't even have to be romance it can be an actual friendship so like one of the women on the documentary said like i i wasn't even romantically involved with this man it was a friendship like he would invite me out and we would have a good time and everything else and we just we kind of clicked as a friend and so and i thought i was helping a friend in trouble and i know us personally whether black white hispanic pink blue whatever we have gone we have gone above and beyond for our friends because we thought oh well this is what they needed and this is i'm gonna give them this i'm gonna give them that just to get them out of a buy maybe not at the extent that she did but i mean different financial brackets tend to different areas and if you if you've already seen that this person can spend x y and z you wouldn't think too much of it to get that money back or or be able to receive that money back when you've obviously seen that they spend this money and they're doing it so what's the issue or what's the problem in giving them twenty thousand quid or twenty thousand dollars and the difference i just want to stop myself right there i'm doing quid and dollars in different sense because of course um instead of saying pounds over here in the united states uh, in the united kingdom um sometimes people say quid and so as a shortening because nobody wants to say uh 10 pounds all the time sometimes it's just like some quick like dollars quid like that so let's i can pause to say that but anyway so i mean it doesn't have to be romance at time. It can be just a normal friendship and you give somebody that type of money. And so it's it's not that un it's not that unheard of that a person would be bamboozled out of their money. And so that's the problem where it's just like you people look at other people's situations and be like, Oh, it can't be me when there could have been times in your life that it actually could have been you. But it, it may not have been the thousands and thousands of dollars that you that you've um, given to that person. But you have given time because time is much more valuable. You have given some kind of money or you've given some part part of yourself to a certain person and you will never get that back. At least with money, you, you can earn that back. So I want to leave it right there take a break and enjoy the little commercial break and when i come back we're going to follow up and kind of transition into the most important thing black women and these types of stamps so sit tight and we'll be right back y'all So this podcast is for discussion and back and forth. So I can't have that if y'all are not coming back to me with comments, questions, or concerns. So hit your girl up and let them see your mind at gmail.com. If you want to just support me because you think my content is very funny or very awesome, please email me at letthemseeyourmind at gmail.com. Or also, you can run over to Instagram at Diary of a BBW21 and click in uh, click on the link in my bio. And there is my Amazon list, my other links for my podcast, and just different things that may be going on under that link. Also, 
monetary donations are not required but are a blessing so if you want to give me a monetary donation just to help a girl out my cash app is at ldmt1993 or also you could just zell me and i can give you my personal zell when you email me at let them see your mind at gmail.com like i said monetary donations are not required but are grateful for them because your girl is in a new country and still trying to start over (laughs) so let's go back to the show okay bye welcome back so i hope y'all enjoyed the commercial break it was all done by me (laughs) i hope that you able to contribute you know broke girl in the united kingdom sometimes anywho so back to the discussion so like i left off we wanted to kind of dive in into the relationship with black women and these types of scams these romantic scams even though technically we wouldn't call it a romantic scam but there are certain things that does that do come about we do get bamboozled and as i said up top on the show black twitter is going ham about it and i seen a meme talking about how black women be viewing these types of things and be like girl that could be me so i just want to dive in into the types of scams that we involve ourselves into where it's not necessarily we're giving a person that amount of money within that certain period of time but we're doing other things such as homosexuals um such as letting a guy live with you, let, letting a guy be up in your house, not necessarily live with you, but let him be in your house, eating up your food, being on your couch, whatever, using your car, uh, paying, uh, you paying the bills and he not paying bills. You in a relationship to where like he's not giving what he's supposed to give. The only thing that he is giving is that little five inch dick that came about. I mean, let's be real, ladies. Sometimes it be like that. We be digmatized and be like, uh, can I do this, that, and the third? And sometimes it's not even the simple fact of when you ask, you just do it. And they just shocked by it and they continue to do it. And they continue just to be like, oh, well, since she did it, then I guess it's okay. When in actuality, it's either you get digmatized or you're using, you get manipulated into thinking what it is is what it is. And so... Let me dive into one of the topics of homo, uh, homosexuals because I know some people don't know what that is. And it is a person that jumps into relationships just to have a place to live. And I know that is pandemonium in Atlanta, Georgia right now. Because I swear, every time I go up and down my timeline, uh, when somebody's talking about dating, they're talking about beware of homosexuals that will literally be like, oh, well... They'll take you out on a date, whether it be, um, whether it be just like a little coffee trip or they get you out to dinner, whatever. Then you invite them back into their place. They, they give you the date they dick you down and you end up being stuck with them or you, you end up not being that strong woman to be like, um, it's time for you to go type of thing. And I wouldn't necessarily, I I digress on that strong woman comment. No. It's just you kind of get you, you place yourself into a situation where it you, you don't know how to ask them to leave. I mean, some women be tell, will basically get, here's the door, get the fuck out. But some women are not like that. Some women kind of get into those vibes. And that's the same thing. Uh, and I referenced this to Baby Boy, a, a black classic among everybody. And they know what it is. Y'all, y'all seen what Taraji was doing like she would like he would drop her off at work and he would be using her car he would uh be in the house he'll be doing odd jobs he didn't really do much but he provided what she allowed him to provide like fix her car or dick her down or anything else as far as that because it's been a minute since I've seen the movie but everybody knows the gist of it it's just like she he was a low down nigga basically because he didn't really provide much to the relationship and she was providing just enough to keep him around honestly i mean 
you like he would have no job no stable job he'll be on the couch looking at you crazy and just doing whatever doesn't pay bills using your car using your time and borrowing money from you i don't know i don't know if that sounds like a scam but that's that sound like pretty much a scam to me it's a scam of manipulation because that's usually what people t tend to do when they get into these types of relationships it's all about manipulation and getting them what they want and some guys may not even see it as manipulation. Some guys see it as like, I mean, if she want to do it, she can do it. And and if she offered, then what it is. But in actuality, you're using them. It's point blank period. You're, use, you're using. And that's what a lot of black women, sometimes they do not understand that we may see these white women on the television getting these, um, getting these, uh, what would you say, these, these deals, these TV deals telling their story about what they've done. And it's crazy and it's nonsense. And it's good. It's, it helps for good TV. But in actuality, we do the exact same thing that they do. We just may not do it in the bigger scale that they do. We do the exact same thing and we fall into those exact same traps. Whether it be, like I said, you can, you can have, you can be a part of a scam and not, and not actually, and actually be in a relationship with that person. Cause like it, like it was in the movie, like there was one girl in particular that like, that was my boyfriend and I didn't lend him money. And this is what happened. And of course her and the two other women that was involved were Funding his uh, whole lifestyle. And I'm pretty sure as black women, we have ran across a man where I, I'm the main, supposed main, and he got side chicks running around and they're funding each other's lifestyles. They're all funding his lifestyle. And it's not uncommon. And so I, I encourage people to kind of stop actually thinking about like, oh, well, Oh, it couldn't have been me. It couldn't have been me. Or I don't I don't understand how they could be so stupid. No, it's not being stupid. A lot of people have gone through um, these types of situations, which leads me to my final segment. And we're going to go into a story time. So I'm going to take another commercial break and we're going to be right back because I got to get into a moment into telling you my story in regards to romantic scams so don't touch that dial we'll be right back she designs a life she loves black girl magic journal this episode is not sponsored by this sponsor but it contributes to all of my podcast ideas go ahead head over to devastating creations it is d-e-v-a-s-t-a-t-i-n-g creation c-r-e-8 t-i-o-n-s where you can get your journal today it is full of different journals and you only you don't even have to get a black girl magic journal you can get a guided black girl magic journal or you can get planners you can get uh for the little ones it it could be like a workbook for them or even thinking outside of the box if you're planning your next business there's the ultimate pl uh, business planner if you are recently engaged there is a planner for that too so come on and then my fellas there are planners for you too and journals and let's not forget our sorority girls y'all know i am an aka so i did grab up that aka journal so there's a sorority girl collection for the journal so for all my aka's my deltas my second gamma row my zetas y'all gonna hang over to the website right now and if you're looking for a more spiritual path there is bible study and prayer planners for you two for everyone so there's a little bit of everything that you can get onto this website go ahead and bring your visions to life with devastating creations so go ahead and head over to that website devastatingcreations.com i am not what happened to me i am what i choose to become that's how i'm starting off my story time because it's a little rough and i have been keeping it not necessarily inside of me but I have grown to more that it has happened to me and I'm learning from the mistakes that I, that has come about and I am willing to share um and so let's let's kind of dive in let's let's get started so my story of when I was not only romantically scammed 
not once, not twice, but three times. <laughs> so, and honestly, this happened like within a three year span as, as far as this story. So I'm not going to bore you with the long drawn out versions of everything. It's going to be some Cliff Notes versions. And of course, if we want to kind of dive into that discussion, that could be another topic for a different day as far as with my story so let's let's get started so this is setting the scene 2017 I just recently came back from Dubai for my 25th birthday so I was basically I did a bit for my 25th birthday so all that know me that I was before then I was trying to say that I'm going to buy for my 25th birthday woo, woo great great there so I was online dating at the time and when I got back from the trip I think about a month later I met a guy met a guy online um and we just kind of hit it off a little bit but with that he he did what what the signs were because at the time I just like in that headspace during that time I was really wanting to be in a committed relationship. Um, I'd never been in a committed relationship before, and I really wanted to kind of see what I was seeing around as far as with some of my friends, uh, with different types of things. So I've never, I just wanted that relationship. And so I was in the mindset of like, I want to get a boyfriend. I want to be in a relationship. This is how I'm going. And I would set my, my perspective out there and be like, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm not looking to do whatever. I'm not looking for anything else. I'm looking for a relationship. So I met this guy. Um, we're going to call him Soldier because, of course, he used um, the whole military scam on me. So Soldier was talking with me um, and we first met. It, it started innocent. And then one of the conversations, because it really went left um, very, very quickly, and so one of the conversations, he kind of was like, if I remember correctly, whew, if I remember correctly, that he was asking me about like, he started diving into like my feelings and like how, like he, like he knew, like he kind of knew that in the space that I was in was that I was very vulnerable and I was easily, I could easily just be molded into something by the questions that he would ask. God, I don't even remember the questions that he asked because that, that's where the pauses come in. But I just remember feeling, I remember feeling that this dude like is going into my soul, like actually just trying to break down the walls and slowly but surely he did. And so we would communicate. We would never, um video chat or anything like that even though I constantly would ask um we end up actually doing he actually wanted to do a video um of me and so he wanted me to do a video twerking and in, in lingerie so I'm being totally honest out there and I did it I did it and he wanted he wanted a video of me playing with my toy um not necessarily playing with my toy but actually just seeing how I handled the pickle you will know you will know the reference if you saw my other um podcast and so I did those things and um I always got I got those videos he got those videos but I never would got get videos from him I would always get voice messages and all that kind of great stuff but never actual videos I would try to attempt to try to uh, video chat him nothing like that but it always be like one-sided and so this is where the dagger came in he he was like oh I don't even like really it's like when you go through these types of things sometimes you don't actually remember what really triggered it's just you remember the feelings and out outlooks of it and that's what traumatic experiences kind of get lead you to you don't actually remember the conversations you just remember feeling what the feelings were and so sometimes you do sometimes you don't and that's how it goes and so I remember when he asked me about um about actually borrowing money he was just like oh um it was oh well oh I do remember now so he was saying like I wanted to um stay in a certain area 
um I didn't want to go overseas like this is what it is but they telling me that I have to pay this certain amount of money back um if I wanted to stay within this certain area so basically he was getting flown out to boat to be overseas and be deployed but his version was I'm too old like he was like 30 something years old uh, I'm 25 so he was like I'm too old I don't want to be deployed or anything like that but they're giving me an option to where like if I pay x amount of money that I'll be able to just transfer and be in the area and we could be together and so with me my emotional stuff I'm like oh my god is there anything that we can that you can do or anything like that and then he's just like these slides in with like I need um any money that you can give me in regards to helping me stay and it will I will get it back you will get it back and everything else and you would and you'll get it back as soon as I get it back and of course you you have that have you have the hesitation so I had the hesitation I was like what do you like this is what it is but he kept pounding on the situation pounding on my emotions pounding on what it was and I ended up giving to him even though it felt like I was literally on a high diving board and I'm looking down and I know like in the deeps of my soul that this is a bad idea this is such a bad idea this is very much a bad idea but he says that he needs it I'm gonna give it back and this is what it is I'm this is I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it because um this is what he says. I feel like that he wouldn't lie to me. All that kind of great stuff. And I ended up doing it. Fast forward. Um, he started asking for my money. And that's when I gave what I, what I could. That's when I, I followed into the steps of getting a, a loan. And um, he even asked me to sell my car. Um, like literally. Like <laughs> the exact same thing on uh, tender swindler like exact same thing happened to me I did get a I did get a payday loan um I used money against my credit cards and I didn't sell my car because it was like after that it was just like a final line it's like you asking me to sell my car like what what is this and he would actually send me websites to be like oh well you can apply for this loan and you can do this because once you're hooked you're hooked and then you just thinking like it's gonna come back to you, it's come back to you. And so as time went on, I did that that amount of money and um I think it was like close to literally it was close to like twenty thousand dollars. It was twenty I think it was like over like twenty twenty nine twenty nine thousand dollars. Cause I I think I ended up did I did ended up calculating it up because at one point, I literally was like, okay, well, I need a contract because at, at this point, if I was going to give you some more money, I need a contract saying that you're going to give me this back um, in regards to it. So I sent him a contract. I never, it was like a verbal thing. I never got any of that back. And I started reporting, recording phone calls and stuff like that. And I started looking into him and, and actually getting certain things about him and come to find out like it was a lot of different things that were going on with him and then when I confront him about these certain things he would turn it back and say no this is me and then of course he'll say well I don't trust you why you didn't come to me with this this that and the third and then when you're in a vulnerable place and you pushed into a corner you feel you feel very alone and you'll be like, well, no, that's not what happened. I'm just scared. I'm just worried like this is going on and everything is happening and I just don't know. And I keep asking you for this money then you're and you're avoiding me and you say that you're going to do it and you're not going to do it. Then it's that back and forth feeling and you start to end up feeling like I even I think at one point it was like my 26th birthday. Uh, it was the day before I was literally in my house and I was drinking. I was, I was a mess and I ended up calling, um, I ended up calling, um, like a helpline because I just felt that down because I just felt like I was in a position I didn't know what to do. The person over the phone didn't really validate <laughs> any of my feelings and was very cold and was like, oh, well, I have another call and wasn't it wasn't really nice and I was literally crying the day before my birthday in my house and I'm just like it's it's bad and then even so like I remember even like I was moving out of 
my my apartment and going into a different apartment because I was literally um, changing positions and I got a new car in the midst of all of this. And, and I was trying to move out of that apartment to get into another apartment and I gave him some money. I, that was the last time I gave him some money and I literally could not pay the, the rest of the deposit uh, to actually get into my apartment. And I literally went to a family member and I remember, I remember to this day and I'm internally grateful for her cause she never spoken a word of it when I went to her and I was like, and I never went to this family member ever before for a money or anything like this. And I'm literally like, I, I need help. And she came through. She she literally helped me came through. And I told her I would pay her back, which I, I exactly did. I did pay her back. Um, but it was just that moment where you just feel like it sucks. You get you get into a mode that you just you feel it feels so you you just feel like broken and you're going to certain people just to cover your own expenses when you're you're out giving money to other people supposedly to help them and it sucks it really does suck it really it really was a suck moment where i'm walking into my apartment's uh party manager's office and i'm literally telling her like i can't give it to you if you can give me till friday i can give it to you but i really need to move in today because I have the movers here and they're giving and they're letting me in, but I just need the keys today. If you could just let me in and God was on my side that day because the manager, the apartment manager, she literally saw that I was in a bind and she let me move in that day. And she, and I held my word and I was like, look, I can, like, you can, like, I've had a good relationship with my previous apartment manager when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. You can even call them over there and say, like, I was literally, like, talking my way into trying to get this apartment and getting into that apartment so I wouldn't be necessarily out on the street because literally I had a, um, I had all my stuff in the truck and I just couldn't, <laughs> and I couldn't be in the same apartment that I could be in and I only had enough money to either pay y'all or pay the movers. So it was paying the movers at that point. It was robbing Peter to pay Paul at that moment. Um, and sometimes you you get into these situations where you necessarily, you, you're just giving out extra money that you have saved. So I've, it, I empty out my savings. I empty out like extra money from credit cards, those cash advances. I look for money at other places and I did those payday loans. And that's, it up gets to the point where you just get, get down where it's just like, I can't. And you finally wake up and you're like you're in some deep shit and that's exactly where it came up to where like at that moment where I'm literally crying into an apartment manager's office to me actually going to a family member that I have never like I you know there are certain family members where you have a relationship with them but it's not really that closeness relationship and you go to that certain person because you know that their discretion is there if you ask them for it and so it was right then and there where I asked for that discretion and she was able to provide and she was able to do that. Um, after talking with, um, um, talking or talking with her significant other about it, because of course she knew like I would never come unless it was really dire and I didn't want to go to my parents or I didn't want to go to anybody else. I just wanted to keep it as small as possible. So, because when you're in those types of situations, you want to not you you want to you you tend to suffer in silence you tend to like literally just just be right there in the moment even though you're suffering you don't want to tell anybody that what's going on because you're embarrassed about it and so when I finally kind of opened up to myself my friends my sorority sisters um I think it was my sorority sister that I actually told first because I was in a moment where I just needed someone to talk to and she was there and she immediately understood and she knew the type of person I was anyway. So she was like, I'm not surprised by this. However, comma, <laughs> this was some dumb shit. 
And I was like, I know. That's why I didn't want to tell you. Same thing. I just didn't want to tell people. I don't I don't want to do what everything is doing. It's just like I just felt like at a loss. And it took me a while to kind of get back on my feet, which end up turning into um the next phase of the first one round into the second one which more the second one was more of a business um business scam that turned into um not necessarily a romantic kind of scam it was just basically using me for what I have and so I'm still reeling from that and then I get into uh, another relationship because I still have that mindset of I'm wanting to be in that relationship. I'm wanting to be right there. And um, I get into another relationship. It's another person that I meet online. And um, we have a go for three months. Um, and I'm only going to, I'm not going to name this certain person because he's going to come up um, as the third person. And so we go in. This is... And so we go at it and I'm still in that vulnerable place to where like, I feel like even if I, I am meeting him, I am dating him. I am like face to face and we're going out on different things and we're connecting. And so I thought is where we're connecting. Um, but he, it was a lot of different stuff and I'm not really going to tell you what happened to where it kind of ended that relationship just yet, because that's going to be another part of the series, but this isn't. This is not where it is. So we end up breaking up and it was a devastating type of thing. And then it moves on to uh, the business slash romantics kind of scam. During that whole time of me trying to get my life together, I was doing odd jobs. I was doing Uber. I was doing Uber Eats. Um, I even put up my apartment as an Airbnb for a while. And it was like for like a whole year. And so during my Airbnb, this is my last customer that I that I did for Airbnb. This was this random guy that comes in. He books he books last minute. And um then he, then when I meet him because of course it's last minute, so I have to gather my apartment and get everything situated so I can uh host the guest. Um He's like, oh, well, I want to stay a little bit longer, but not on the app. I just want to kind of, we kind of make a little arrangement outside the app. And I'm like, well, I'm in the business of trying to make money, so let's do it. But he was also a very attractive guy. So he would try to use, he was using like his looks and everything else. Like we went out for drinks and we kind of talked it through. And then I kind of just spilled my whole heart about some of the things that I had been going through during the time. And that's where he kind of hook, line, and sick me right there. And long story short, like the outside of uh, Airbnb type of uh, arrangement was the arrangement of not him paying me whatsoever. So like I would ask like, hey, here's the contract. And then there was an issue with the contract because I said, you um if you're gonna actually live here you're not gonna have sex in my apartment or you're not gonna smoke in my apartment now some people may think oh well why people are gonna do it anyway if you were in beer i'm like well i mean you're you're here so you're in my place and you're in my place for an extended period of time so i don't want you to have relations in my bed because it's a long extended period so you can take your sex paid somewhere else or whatever and that was just me personally like it it is what it is so, uh, and I don't, I don't, don't understand, like I did understand, but then now that I think back on it, it's just like, why would you even do that? But no, I digress. So we get into a big argument like that. It kind of got emotional and, um, and he was just playing on my feelings. He was really, literally, truly playing on my feelings and, and do, doing dig on the emotional part and the manipulation part about it. And so he never ended up signing the contract that I put together. Um, I continued to let him stay in my apartment for, I think, about three three weeks. Um, and where I finally was just like, I was fed up. And I was like, it's over. Like, done. Finito. If you're not going to run me the money right here, then you need to be out of it. Because during that time, he um, I would say, oh, you need to give me my money. And he'd be like, oh, no, well, I got it, but I can't get it right now. It has to transfer here. Here's like a little 
token that you can use like same thing in the in the swindler here's a token that you can use to pawn it and i can give you money he gave me an apple watch now i wasn't an apple person way back when and so i i didn't know that with the apple watch you have to disconnect from the phone in order to actually use it for somebody else so i didn't know that but he gave me the Apple Watch as a thing or whatever, as a like a bargaining chip. Like when when you give me my money, you'll get your Apple Watch back. But I mean, it was a lost cause for the Apple Watch anyway, because like he never disconnected it from his phone. So you can't use it or you can't even do much with it if for all you Apple users. So I found that out later on. But and then also he I, I was playing on well if I kick him out I don't have he don't have a place to go this that, and the third so it's just I got wrapped up in feelings and emotions with that and ended up losing like I think on sales alone it could have that was an easy like five thousand dollars of income that I just lost I lost and and that was five thousand dollars of income that I could have had because I ended up canceling on a booking I think a week before because the the dude was still in my house even though we agreed that hey you got to find somewhere else to go because this booking has already been here like this booking was here before you so you need to find somewhere else to go um and then when I finally was like I had enough I'm you're not gonna pay me I found so you're not gonna pay me you're not gonna do whatever and I need you to get up out of my house by five o'clock like I literally said you need to get up out of my house by five o'clock like no cap like whatever and you need to have the house clean because like I didn't give you a house dirty so you shouldn't give me back my house dirty which of course he argued me down back and forth about it and then of course if he was like oh well if you ever take me to court then I'm gonna sue you I'm gonna sue you because um I got sick off of your cat and I'm like how what how did you get sick? And he's like, oh, well, your cat had rabies. Um, no, my cat is vaccinated. My cat doesn't have rabies. But she did, like, Charlie, Charlie a real one. Because in the beginning, Charlie bit him. Like, she's bit him several times <laughs> during that whole stay. And Charlie was, Charlie knew what was up when he first walked in, when he, when, uh, when he first walked in the door. Charlie knew what's up. And I should have known, if Charlie is biting the shit out of you, I should have known, like, you know what? This is not going to work. Your pets will tell you when something is off. They will tell you from jump that something is off. And so um, I just let it go and I kind of just filed it as a loss because of because I had expenses during that time. And so I just filed it as a loss. And um, and that was the money that I lost. But I kind of ended up getting it back via taxes because I've. I've know my taxes and I filed I filed it away because those are the expenses because me um getting accommodations outside of like people getting into my house yeah that's right there like that's that's uh that's business expenses I have to put myself up in another space which of course I was staying at my aunt's house while people were in and out of my apartment but still I have expenses and I was paying part partially some of the bills that I had at my aunt's house and I paid my bills. So it was a win-win situation. And after that whole debacle of Airbnb, I stopped doing Airbnb after that because I was like, I'm too emotional into this and we'll we'll just leave it there. Whew, so that is a lot. And a lot meaning a lot. And I'm gonna have to kind of step back and we're going to have to hold off on my final story. And I'll just make that into a whole episode. So let's just circle back and just wrap up everything. So I just want to make sure and make people aware that, first of all, swindlers are out here, bruh. And it, you don't have to necessarily be on Tinder. They can be in person. And you can also um be in a relationship with that person. So... You can get swindled in any type of form, way, swarm, or fashion. And I just want to end this podcast with some tips um, that I have gotten off of the websites. So basically, if you see any signs of your friends or family member involved in these types of scams, they may they may be very secretive about the relationship and fight for uh, excuses on why their online partner hasn't like met them in person. 
Um, they may express very strong emotions and commitment to someone that they only just met. And they have planned or sent or plan on sending money to person that is not face to face. And so it also there's some things where um, you can stay safe in regards to these types of scams, like be suspicious of any requests for money online. If you've never met the person, of course, that's a given. Speak to your friends and family about getting advice. And also do like a reverse image search just to make sure that the uh, the profile picture is legit. And sometimes you can access somebody's photo um, and it gets to the right profile because, of course, these scammers be out here be doing them double lives and shit. So you can probably know. So most importantly, um, don't send them money. Don't give them access to your bank accounts. Don't transfer money. Do not take out a loan for them. Um don't provide any copies of your personal documentation, such as passports, driver's license, whatever. Uh, don't invest your own money on their behalf. And don't be purchasing gift cards or Amazon iTunes gift cards for them. Or agree to receive or send any mail on their behalf, such as laptops, um, phones, or anything like that. And of course, you could always report um, these types of actions I'm my my personal thing I'd never actually reported mine so you can actually go for my United States people you can go online and go to the FBI's website and you can file a complaint um and you can do that also in the United Kingdom you can there is a hotline that you can call it is 0300-123-2040. And you can report and you they can give you some tips and also can uh, walk you through some of the steps that can happen, um, what you can possibly do. And so that's the same thing with the FBI. You could just kind of just make sure that you're aware and stay safe and do the... And do what is right for you. Don't get caught up. Don't get caught up in the emotion. Because that's a lot of the times victims do. They get caught up in the emotion. And they get and they get very emotional where you feel trapped in itself. So always, always talk to it. And I hope that some of my stories that I told today um, are beneficial to you. And actually give you a, a insight and thought on what actually comes about when these types of crimes hit. So like I said, next time I will diverge into that final story time. And um and that's that one's a little long and so it it kind of intertwines with the first two stories a little bit, but like I said, it is a 3 month then then it turns into something more. So that's another uh, story for a different episode. So thank you so much for listening in. I appreciate your time. If you have any questions, any um, comments, commentary or anything like that, please feel free to reach out to me. Again, this is your girl LD Marie and we are out. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning into the show today. If you have any comments or questions, please, I love to see the interaction. So go ahead and just email me at let them see your mind at gmail.com. It is let them DM see your mind at gmail.com. Please follow me on TikTok and Instagram at diary of a BBW21. And that's the show. See ya.